Part 1 of The New Town I was not happy that I had to move schools again. At the age of 16, it wasn't that easy always being the new kid. And it was late August, school was about to start. The only thing I was excited about was the basketball team. I heard they had a good one and I wanted to try out. I was sick of being the new kid at every school, constantly moving for mom's work. I never felt like I really was established at home anywhere, and it's hard to make friends and always keep in touch with the friends. On August 2015, I decided that this year was different. My mom promised me that we'd be here for a while, and that I'd, we'd be here for many years, at least until I graduate. So I was excited to actually make some friends that would actually stick for a while. Uh, we were both quite nervous to start the new school. My mom was the principal, and I was a student. Not my favorite thing, but I had to deal with it. On the first day in town, I met a girl named Elizabeth. She was supposed to show me around the school and around the town. She was supposed to help me. But I always found her a little bit cold and a little strange. I didn't know why. I thought maybe. Just a small town is probably why. But then in the coming weeks when I got to know her, it was the first day of class. I wanted to see her, hopefully I was going to see her face. Just so I would know someone. But surprisingly, I didn't see her in school. I don't know why. She said she was 16. Nevertheless, I was pleased. I was pleased to start the new year. Then after school, I saw her waiting outside. And I asked her, where was she today? And she, she told me that she just couldn't go today. And I didn't know why. But the next day rolled around, and she was in class. I talked to her mostly, no one really else, and then at lunch, I sat next to her. And then, when basketball trials came around, I was excited to see her in the stands. Someone I knew that would cheer me on. In the coming months, I invited Elizabeth to my house for a barbecue in my backyard that my mom wanted to host. And I thought it was quite interesting that she never really talked to anyone. She only really talked to me. And every time I spoke to her, I felt like people were looking at me weird. Even my mom. So I was very confused why. About people who would not like my new friendship with this nice girl. I thought maybe, hmm, must be the new guy or something. I don't really know. One night, my mom sat me down and had a serious conversation with me about Elizabeth. Because I have mentioned her in the past. Sadly, she did not get to meet her at the barbecue. She expressed her concerns that when I was with Elizabeth, no one saw who I was talking to. She asked me whether I found it particular, weird, found it weird that Elizabeth never ate food in front of me. And she also said that she noticed other students at school looking at me in a bizarre way when I walked down the halls, talking to her. I asked, what do you mean in a bizarre way? There's nothing wrong or weird about Elizabeth, at least I thought. I thought she was just nice. But my mom asked if she needed to reach out to a doctor to talk about. And I became very defensive and I stopped her right at that moment. I said, what? And I, right after then, I left. I wasn't ready to hear this talk about my new friend that I was very excited about. I didn't know what my mom was talking about. I was very, very mad because I didn't understand why she told me this.
So I went to me and Elizabeth's favorite meeting place. We would hang out. Big Oak Tree. At, it's a, around the Big Oak Tree by the gates of Sleepy Oak Cemetery in the middle of town. Yes, I thought it was weird that cemetery would be a weird place. But it was very relaxing. Quiet. Peaceful. The tree was this big, enormous oak tree that we'd sit under and talk about. I'd do work. We'd play games. And I thought it was thought really cool. When I got there... I met her at a normal spot, and she talked to me for a little bit, and then she got up, and I asked her, my mom mentioned something about people looking at me weird, and right when I said that, Elizabeth's face changed, her facial expressions, and then she walked away from me, and then one second, I know, she's gone. I didn't know what to think. Elizabeth had walked off into like a thick fog that appeared suddenly. I thought maybe she just left, but I didn't know where she went. I was completely alone, and then with this dense fog that came out of nowhere. After Elizabeth had disappeared and a small clearing of the fog occurred, I looked down and noticed a headstone that read Elizabeth Williams, 1675 to 1691. I thought it was really interesting. Same age, same name, but centuries and centuries ago. I didn't know what to think. But then I thought a couple of things when mom told me why she was concerned. Part two of the new town. After what my mother told me and after I saw the gravestone heading home, my brain thought many things. I didn't know really what to think about though. I'm like, this can't be. I can't be imagining this. This can't really be happening. So I never really understood what was happening. And then I really cleared my head. If this was the Elizabeth I was friends with, she had died many, she had died many long time ago. And this can't be it. I thought there has to be something else to happen. My mom was waiting for me on the front porch. I shared my experience at the cemetery in the gravestone where the Elizabeth was laid to rest if she was dead. I asked my mom, how is it possible to have a ghost for a friend? And why she had only been real to me. I couldn't understand how I could see her and she could communicate with me. And at that moment, I felt more alone than ever in my whole life. I wondered if I would ever see Elizabeth again and if she was even real. And what, what was she actually? A couple of days later, I went back to the cemetery and saw Elizabeth for the very first time in a long time. She told me why no one else could see her besides me. She said that she had been hung under the big oak tree, on big oak tree, for murder of her younger sister in 1691. I was in shock. I looked at the tree and I looked at her, the place that we would always meet, and I was didn't know what to think. Elizabeth had been accused of murder, but her sister actually had committed suicide in her presence. And back then, apparently, no one believed her. People thought she killed her, because they would always constantly get into arguments. And Elizabeth was a little strange, but she was never a murderer. So no one believed her, not even her parents. So her body was never, her soul died and never left this place. 
I told her that I believed her, that she was innocent of the crime, and she thanked me. And then she told me, after 310 years, her soul could finally rest in peace knowing someone finally believed her, her story. Her final parting advice that she gave me before she left to join her family and her sister. She said, you are a very interesting and nice person. Make some real friends. She said I would have no problem with it. That's all she wanted me to do. And then I said goodbye to her for the final time as she disappeared from me in sight. When I got home, I told my mom what has happened. And she thought, wow. And I said, what? She said that she once heard a story. She she read it in the library at the school when she first arrived. It was about a girl named Elizabeth who was accused of murder and was hung. So I told her, so she said, how did you know that? And I said, well, Elizabeth told me. Cause she just thought, my mother thought I was just imagining all this. But then she realized that I've never read the book. So how could I know about this? And she believed me like how I believed Elizabeth. But we decided not to tell anyone to keep it between us cause we just, we just wanted a normal life, or at least I did. I said to my mom, you know what? I'm excited, and I was happy. And I haven't been this excited and happy about living in a new town in a long time. And this was finally my home. Thank you for listening.